of the Affordable Care Act. Jessica Intermill, who struggles with rheumatoid arthritis, is worried about the outcome. If there is no ACA and my insurance companies kick me off, I don't know how to pay for it. I don't know if I could pay for that. And the thing is that my disease is not going to stop if the ACA is repealed. Attorney General William Barr has ordered an investigation into President Trump's claims of a rigged election. Loyola law professor Lori Levinson. He's trying to make the president happy by saying, yes, I'll allow some investigation into the election if there's evidence of fraud. President-elect Biden's transition team is considering legal action against the Trump appointee who's holding up access to federal agencies and funding. Mr. Biden has announced a 13-member coronavirus advisory board to prepare his administration's response to the pandemic. Dr. Michael Osterholm is a member and tells CBS this morning distributing a vaccine will be challenging. Remember, this vaccine has to be kept at minus 94 degrees Fahrenheit. Minus 94. We don't have refrigeration operations like that out here. And there have been very few resources provided to states and local health departments to go beyond the initial planning. January's runoff elections in Georgia could determine the balance of power in the Senate. Former State House Minority Leader Stacey Abrams tells CBS News she's confident Democrats will show up again. People will do almost anything when they know success is likely. It is the actual thing that can change the future, and I believe they'll show up. New findings from the Vatican show church higher-ups look the other way when an ex-American cardinal slept with seminarians. CBS's Sabina Castelfranco is in Rome. According to the just-released Vatican report, Cardinal Theodore McCarrick, defrocked last year, was able to rise to the top of the church hierarchy despite his known sexual misconduct because top officials, including bishops, cardinals, and popes, downplayed or dismissed reports of his abuse. The report put the lion's share of the blame for McCarrick's behavior on Pope John Paul II, who appointed him Archbishop of Washington in 2000. Carrick is 90 now. There's something new coming to Target's hair and makeup section. Okay, glistening lips, astonishing eyes. Ulta Beauty will set up shop at more than 100 Target stores. Dow Futures up 134. This is CBS News. These days, better nutrition and stronger immunity are essential. That's why Eggland's Best gives you and your family more, so we can all be at our very best. Only Eggland's Best. This is time that matters. A window of time to help protect the ones you love. Your preteen benefits from staying up to date with their well visits. This is your window of protection. Schedule their well visit now. Brought to you by Merck. Like a cleaning product that can be used in the garage, the laundry, and the kitchen, and save space in your cabinet? Hi, I'm Bruce Fabrizio, inventor of Simple Green. To learn more, visit us at simplegreen.com. What's in store this holiday at your local Staples? Great deals on the hottest brands. Staples has this year's must-have gifts for working or learning from home. Like Apple AirPods, great for video conferences or online classes. And now at Staples, Apple AirPods Pro are just $194. You save $55. Shop in-store or pick up curbside. Get the most wonderful deals on gifts this holiday at Staples. Ends 11-14, in-store only, limit two, while supplies last. Curbside available in most stores. The pandemic is uprooting longtime traditions at Christmas tree farms. WCCO-TV's John Lauritsen is in Lake Elmo, Minnesota. Instead of remaining anonymous, each of the Christmas trees for sale at Krieger's is given a name. Like this tree is uh, a male island. It's a tradition that remains, while several others have been forced to take the season off as COVID plays the role of Scrooge. We'll do things differently here at the farm without Santa, without hay rods. No Santa, no cider. Even so, Neil and Deb Krieger think they could have one of their busiest years ever. People want to get outdoors, and the trees are socially distanced. We have some neighbors that have a pumpkin farm, and they said that they're the best year ever this year. The Wall Street Journal says Senator John McCain's widow, Cindy, a Republican, has joined the board of the president-elect's transition team. She will reportedly advise Joe Biden on issues that affect women and children. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. Well, I'm a Lyft driver, so I'm on the road a lot. It keeps me very focused, I notice. When you're on the road, you know, you have to be aware of what's going on. 
that keeps me very much aware of everything. And I definitely think it helps energy-wise. It keeps me very consistent. You know, I don't find myself going like one day's good, next day's bad. It balances everything out, like it says, balances nature. It evens out everything where I don't get sick, and energy-wise, it's very much across the board. So, I love it. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code FRUITS. Start your mornings with Scott Daly from 6 to 12. Hop on the party line from 9 to 10. Join Sky Hope on Classic Caravan from 4 to 6 p.m. And listen into the sports fan at 6.06 on Classic Hits 970 and 97.1 FM WATH. When there's something strange looking under your bed, who are you going to call? Dustbusters! Athens Dustbusters are a licensed, bonded, husband and wife team that offer up top-of-the-line janitorial services at great prices, and they serve commercial and residences across Southeast Ohio. As the seasons change, don't worry about the cleanup. Call Athens Dustbusters at 740-541-7113 for a free quote. But don't just take our word about the Athens Dustbusters. Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm John. And we're Athens Dustbusters, and we will bust your dust. In today's world, the last thing you need is a broken cell phone. If you've got equipment in need of repair, Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair is here to help. Athens Electronic Repair services all brands of electronics, cell phones, tablets, game systems, and more. Plus, during the health crisis, Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair offers home pickup and delivery and a contact-free drop-off kiosk outside the store. Don't work from home with a busted computer. Call Cell Phone and Electronic Repair at 740-590-1677 or visit the shop at 386 Richland Avenue, Athens. Get the facts every hour at the top of the hour with CBS News Radio on Classic Hits 97 and 97.1 FM, WATH. Local folks have been coming to White's Mill for generations, and chances are it's where your great-grandparents had their corn ground into meal or feed. Today, White's Mill has been renovated into the most unique retail space around. You'll find everything from local firm pottery, Native American jewelry and leather goods, to grown supplies, pet supplies, and all your bird feeding needs. White's Mill, because great service never gets old. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and, better yet, 1.5 miles after the Richland Avenue roundabout on 682. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. Evans. discussing some important matters of life, right? Anyway, good morning. Look at that sunshine booming out there. 58 degrees right now, headed up to 80. But then it changes, right? We're going to have rain tomorrow and get back to the uh, more fall-like temperatures. Anyway, life is life. Let's see here. Uh, where do we where do we start today? Um, we, today a free for all all the way through. No no guests per se. Um, so we'll do art turf, of course, and we'll have um, a general conversation and might even do something different, like weird facts or things like that. But uh, today is, of course, November 10th. It is National Forget-Me-Not Day, National Vanilla Cupcake Day, and United States Marine Corps Birthday. You know, I... I don't know. 
I think a great deal of each of our branches of military service. I, you've heard, if you've listened to this show any length of time, you've heard me speak of the fact that I was drafted. I received a, a thing in the mail saying report in 10 days to Fort Hayes, which was there in the middle of Columbus. It's kind of owned by the uh, City of Columbus uh, school bus. Uh, it's now their... Where they keep all the school buses for the city system now. Um, I don't know as it has any ongoing military purpose, but it did back then as I was growing up. Report in 10 days for uh, physical and that sort of thing. And... Um, so I asked people, and they said, well, you know, you can enlist in whatever branch you like if that's the way you want to do, and also you get a delayed entry. So rather than just having to disappear in two weeks, you, it can allow you some time to get your affairs in order and that sort of thing. And uh, so I... When I talked to, oh, we're Bricker Law Offices, right catty corner from the state capitol. Bricker and Bricker. Um, it used to be a federal post office. That building, beautiful building. So I went down there and met with each of the different branches and came out saying, well, I think Army's probably just fine for me. And, um, I mean, I've always liked flying, but the Army had helicopters and some other stuff. Um, it seemed like the things that my like being in entertainment and working with like the United USO or working with um, uh, Armed Forces Radio and Television. Uh, those all seem to uh, have a heavy commitment to Army people. I mean, they were staffed primarily by Army folks. So anyway, but I didn't end up in any of that stuff, of course. It's just, but I had hoped to. Anyway, why am I telling this? What caused me to do this today? Anyway, I had a fascinating time. As you all know, I've told some, some of the few stories over the years. Oh, here it is, United States Marine Corps Day. That's why. That's yep. uh, on our daily calendar. Um, well, okay. I got off on a tangent there. Anyway, I deeply did enjoy my time, uh, my three and, a, well, almost three and a half years. I committed to three years, but I extended six months to finish a project, which is a little bit unusual, too. All right. Well, anyway, let's see here. I came up with a report this morning. It's entitled, uh, 2020's Most Overweight and Obese States in America. Now, I have added a few pounds in the last... Um, nine months I think some of it is COVID related I haven't been as active I've been a little bit down because I love to go out and enjoy a great time I think I've been less cautious about what I eat but um, anyway 
So it says, fat is becoming the new normal in America. Well, that's great. According to the most recent data from the Centers for Disease Control, Disease Control and Prevention, more than 7 in 10 U.S. adults aged 20 and older are either overweight or even obese. Well, that's, that word obese is so... Um, frightening something and yet I am considered obese <sighs> rates are lower for children and adolescents but have risen drastically in the past few decades so prevalent so prevalent has America's obesity problem grown that the weight loss industry continues to expand of course the U.S. weight loss and diet control market is worth at least $72 billion and is projected to increase in the coming years. In addition, the U.S. spends nearly $200 billion in annual health care costs um, related to obesity. Now, I I had hit a high of 230. And that was a couple years ago. Then I got down to 190, and I was very happy there. Uh, I'm at 218 now. And Scott, it's right here, <laughs> you know. And I'm I'm uh, squeezing my my paunch, okay. People would know what a paunch is, right? My 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 belly, my lower belly. Otherwise, I'm in pretty good shape. So I'm going to work on that. Now, you know, you get emails about keto. K-E-T-O, and stuff like that. And I'm going to ask my doc if that's safe. Oh, well. Let's see here. Let's go on with the story I have, though. New findings by the Physical Activity Council suggest a need for more aggressive efforts to combat the issue. According to the report, 81.2 million Americans aged 6 and older were completely inactive in 2019. Now, folks, I am active. I love yard work. I love, you know, I my neighborhood makes fun of me because I've been known to mow grass in February. Um, oh, yeah. I mean... Are you on two or one? Uh, three. Two. Two. Good morning. Good morning. There you go. Here I am. Yep. Um, let's see. Let me pick up where I was. According to the report, 81.2 million Americans aged six and older were completely inactive in 2019. Lack of physical activity is a leading cause of obesity in addition to genetics, emotional instability, and sleeplessness. I will have to say, sleep is important to me. And it has become more important to me in the last few months. And I'm good at it. <laughs> okay. Going on in this report, the problem is bigger in some states than in others, though. To determine where obesity, rather, I said obesity, but obesity and overweight most dangerously persist, WalletHub compared the 50 states and the District of Columbia across 31 key metrics. So let's see here. From Okay, so when, let's, um, let's do this. 
So we've got 51 listings, right? Each state plus the District of Columbia, D.C. So there's the obesity and overweight prevalence ranking, the health consequences ranking, and the food and fitness rank. Now, there are many other things. They, like they said, they did 21 metrics, no, 31 metrics. But uh, this is the report as it is right now. So where do you think is the uh, fattest state in America? Oh, my. What a way to put that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I have no idea. Ohio. No, sir. West Virginia. Yes, sir. How would you like that? Designation. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. I just was throwing out West buses. Virginia comes in first. And it comes in second as obesity and overweight prevalence. It comes first with health consequences. And it comes in ninth with food and fitness ranking. The second state, Mississippi. Third, Arkansas. Fourth, Kentucky. Fifth, Tennessee. Sixth, South Carolina. Uh, Caller, stand by. I'll get there in a minute. Uh, South Carolina is sixth. Louisiana, seventh. Alabama, eighth. Oklahoma, ninth. Okay, well, let's get down to Ohio. We are 14th. Now, pick a favorite place of yours. Worldwide or U.S.? No, U.S. U.S., well, Myrtle Beach has always been a good one. So that's South Carolina. Mm-hmm. North Carolina. South. South Carolina. I already said it's sixth. Okay, so um, we lived in Hawaii, right? That, that was going to be my next pick. Hawaii is listed as 50th. The only one higher is Utah. New York State, 41st. D.C., 48th. Well, anyway, it's it's kind of interesting. Yeah. And uh, we do have a caller. I don't want them to have to wait any longer. So let me do this, and then maybe we'll get back to this. Good morning. Good morning, Dave and Scott. It's Kay. Good morning. Hi. Um, I got three things I want you to answer, and then I can hang up and listen. Number one, uh, my son, you know, he graduated here at OU. He's got his DSS. He's a male registered nurse. Awesome. But he was walking through Polaris mall, you know, there in Westerville, and, you know, people are eating at these food courts and stuff, Yes, and they're slightly overweight, and they're young, mm-hmm. and he, he, he posted on his page uh, something like, you can tell he's going to have type 2 diabetes by the time they're 20. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, my other question is, uh, Sunday. Am I going crazy? I don't know. There was a party party line on, and I thought it was Monday. I'm like, why is party line on? It came on around eight o'clock. Well, you guys, that doesn't make I mean, any sense either. I I think I'm going crazy. I listen to it all because I sometimes well, I miss the party line. Was I hosting it? Yeah, you and. God, I don't know how it snuck in on the Sunday morning. <laughs> that was interesting. Well, okay, my. That's <laughs> weird. We'll have to ask Connor because uh, it's possible a recorded edition. It, well, obviously it was recorded, but it was kind of nice to listen to. Well, at seven thirty or eight o'clock in the morning. Hmm. Well, there's the upside <laughs> of that. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, that would fool me too. Yeah. Checking my computer, checking my phone. And let's see, Dave, this one's for you. You often talk about WCOL in Columbus. Yes, indeed. Right. Whatever happened to that station? Well, it's still there. But did it get, what is, it's on like iHeartRadio. I can't, I can't find it on any of my apps. Because I don't know if Woody in the, I used to love listening to Woody in the Wake Up Call. Oh, yeah. Um, No. Well, See now, Woody was down here. Um, really? But um, yeah. you're talking about Woody Simpson. Yeah. Um, but it anyway, W C O L is twelve thirty on AM. Uh huh. Right. And um, their FM is on the air still. Okay. And I've 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 listened to it as early as uh, as recently as four weeks ago, because I was up in Columbus and just was flipping around on the dial to see. Right, right. But um, do, you know, do, do they sound the same as when I was there? No. It it doesn't at all. Yeah. I, I, something happened where iHeart came in, and. I was just—I haven't heard Woody forever, and his uh, sidekick was uh, Danny Zuko. Zuko—he named himself after like somebody from Greece, I think. Well, now those names are not familiar to me, so I don't—I okay. don't know them. But um, but a funny thing—I don't know. Are you from Columbus? Is that why you? Yes. Know? Okay. So, do you remember Lou Henry? Uh, was that before 1960? No, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, if, if you if you were listening in the 60s, you heard Lou Henry. He did Middays on 12:30, the new WCOL. Oh, okay. he was yeah, awesome. He was awesome. And I really liked Lou a lot. And guess what? The other day, I got an invitation on Facebook to link up with him. Oh. Yeah, just the other day. Sweet. Yeah. So we're, we've we've become uh, reconnected. And uh-huh. he's had a whale of a career, including um, CKLW and all sorts of big stations. Well, a lot of those DJs. They hop around, uh, like uh, I always listen to QFM. Mm. Mm, I don't know. WLVQ. Uh, but I, it was it was it was uh, they usually played older rock and roll stuff. Yep. yep. And I will I I can pick that up when I I have to go to Columbus for procedures and stuff. Yep. But. Same here, my wife, you know. I haven't been able to pick up WCOL. Well, um, if you if you tune into 1230, now you may not like what they're doing these days, but... Uh, I bet, probably not. It's still on the air, and so is their FM. Okay. And for the life well, of me, I, I can't remember where it is on the dial. I should know it by heart. <laughs> 92.3. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Okay. You know, I I will tell you one funny story. Okay. So WCOL FM. Right. Was 24 hours a day gospel religious. Back when? uh, Well, let me think of the years I was there was 67, 68, 69, right in there. Oh, okay. That was... I was, I was born in '63, so wasn't getting yeah. into radio at that time. <laughs> listening to it. Well, it was 24 hours a day, gospel, inspirational, religious, church services, paid for, and all that sort of thing. Wow, that's interesting. And you know, with WCOL's AM reputation, 
as being the leader in Columbus with the biggest audience and, you know, the newest music and that sort of thing. Um, the hits. Um, uh-huh. I, um, Colin, what was Colin's last name? He was my boss. Anyway, uh-huh. he and kind of the owner of the station, he, he turned to me and said, I want to change that. And uh, I want to go and uh, let's, let's do the newest music. Let's become uh, album-oriented rock and roll. And, um, and I said, well, man, we're, we're talking about a major change for an audience. And he said, doesn't matter, I want to do it. <laughs> so I, he put me in charge of it. Well, me and my son always used to, he delivered the Columbus Dispatch mm-hmm. in Centerburg, so we were up pretty early, and uh, we always listened to WCOL-FM. And, well, know, that's the station I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, well, I thought it was mostly classic. Uh, well, it was probably, you know, then it was all... Probably it might not have been classic, but it's, it seems cla- it seems classic to me now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's I get it. Fun. Well, Getting anyway, so paper out. <laughs> okay. uh, we decided um, I was going to do this slowly. So uh, I was going to start at midnight and go to six a.m. with this new format, and we'd leave the religious stuff in place. But then slowly, chunk by chunk, we'd widen that music format out and do away with the religious stuff uh. and the the audience that were very faithful to the religious programming really got angry oh boy and we had threats um hmm. we had people that put lighter fluid um you know how double doors come together uh, Why? And they would spray lighter fluid through that that uh, <laughs> crack and then try to light it down in the lobby. Um, huh. It was, <laughs> I mean, so-called Christians, um, yeah. you know, doing really terrible things. And fortunately, it crazy. didn't result in anybody being harmed ever, but it could have. Oh, well. Right. Oh, one more other thing. The Friday, uh, on Fridays, you guys have got an automotive program, these guys. Yes. Uh, I don't know if it's live. I love it. Good. Keeps, keeps me in touch with NASCAR, and I guess Chase Elliott won the championship. Uh-huh. Uh, he's Billy Elliott's son. But he talks about mechanical, you know, yes. really interesting stuff. It's fascinating to know because that's my background. So I just want to let you know, I love that program. I don't know if it's (laughs) going to stay at that time, but we're thinking of of, uh, trying to find some feature programs and taking an hour block either daily or a bunch of them on the weekend. There's another one that I have been looking at, and it talks about legal advice. Um, Well, that's interesting. That would be interesting. Yeah, and things like that. And so we're... We'll just see how things go, but I appreciate knowing that you like it. Yeah, I just love the station. I love all your, uh, I still call them DJs. <laughs> well, we, they are. I don't they know if there's, if there's a new term for them. Nope. <laughs> on, on air personalities or disc jockeys. Either one is fun. But between uh, you and Scott, and uh, Sky's a hoot. No <laughs> oh, mercy, I agree. <laughs> yeah. But they, Thank you so much for clarifying all this stuff. You, you know what? I don't, I don't know if she'll appreciate me saying this. Uh-huh. But everything she says is handwritten. It's, <laughs> really? She, she writes her own script in advance of each show. It's, <laughs> and it, can you imagine thinking that stuff up and then committing it to paper and then presenting it? It is a hoot. Dream. Yeah. Extremely talented. Yeah. I just I just always know what time it is because I always 
when I listen to radio programs, I know what's going to be on at what time. Sure. Uh, as soon as she says, honey, I'm coming home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's 6 o'clock. <laughs> All right. Hey, thank uh, you. you it's, it's a nice call here. All right. You have a good day, guys. You, you yeah. too. Bye-bye. Thank Bye-bye. you. You too. Let's see here. Yeah, I'm glad we had that. Yeah. Um, cool. Auto Smarts show mm-hmm. every Friday afternoon. Which is also kind of a local thing. It's produced out of Columbus. Yeah, it is. I've, I've noticed that a couple references they've made during the show when I tune in. So it's, it's pretty cool. I'm glad she's enjoying that. Well, I think we've hit this overweight business um, enough. The point is we all need to be conscious of it and try to do better. Were we overweight on the overweight stuff enough? Hit it enough? I think so. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we'll play on words. Very little. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, let's see. What about uh, historical stuff? Uh, in 1619, on this date, René Descartes has the dream that inspires his meditations on first philosophy. In 1674, on this date, Dutch formally code, I'm sorry, formally cede New Netherlands that is to say New York, to the English. 1885, German engineer Gottlieb Daimler unveils the world's first motorcycle. 1885. 1918, Western Union Cable Office in North Sydney, Nova Scotia, receives a top-secret coded message from Europe stating, on November 11, 1918, all fighting would cease on land, sea, and air. And not that long ago, I mean, I remember this, 1989, Germans begin demolishing the Berlin Wall. Okay, here we go. So, famous birthdays. King George II, born on this date in 1683, died in 1760. Martin Luther, born on this date in 1483, died in 1546. Uh, John Thompson. John Thompson. Basketball coach? Not at all. John Thompson? Nope. Born in 1845, died in 1894. And that's not helping me. What's his thing? Hmm. Well, with that being kind of a common name. T-H-O-M-P-S-O-N. Yep. Um, could have been a piano teacher. There's a lot of... 1845? There's a lot of John Thompsons. Okay. Well, the next one, and last one I have in the sense of uh, famous birthdays, Mikhail Kalishnikov. Barishnikov? No, K-A Kalishnikov. K A L A S Kalishnikov. He was a Russian lieutenant general, inventor, military engineer, writer, and small arms designer, most famous for developing the AK 47 assault rifle. Mm. Well, he was born on this date in 1919. He died just a few years ago, 2013. Leonid Brezhnev, 
died on this date in 1982. He was born in 1906. Russian leader, as I recall. Mm-hmm. Um, wearing a bunch of medallions in this photograph. Yeah, he was also... Uh, was he the, president? Yeah. Yep. Russian president. Yeah, they, they referred to him as the general secretary of the governing Communist Party and chairman of the Presidium of the Supreme Soviet. So they referred to him, we refer to him as a president, I think, but they, in Russia, referred to him as the general secretary. Okay. Last one. And uh, Mustafa Kemal... K-E-M-A-L, Ataturk. Was the founding father of the Republic of Turkey, serving as its first president from 1923 until his death in 1938. He undertook sweeping progressive reforms which modernized Turkey into a secular industrial nation. Have you traveled much worldwide? I have not. Does that hold any appeal to you? Uh, not at this time. Okay. No. Um, but at one point it did. But uh, I don't know. I'm just a little concerned with security measures worldwide. Mm-hmm. And that's probably the retaining item for me. Yeah. It's fine. As far as airports and jets and security that that way, although it's sure it's safe to fly. Well, let's let's move ahead here, folks. If you've been paying attention to the news in the last twenty-four hours, uh, it appears that there's some good news on the horizon regarding a vaccine. But, in spite of that, the next few months of the pandemic are going to be difficult. Uh, There are uh, several different vaccines that are being looked at. The one we know the most about at this point in time is that of Pfizer. In the case of Pfizer, it's a two-step vaccine. You receive an injection, and three weeks later, the second. It has uh, 90%, maybe it's 93, maybe it's 89, I don't know, but they're calling it a 90% success rate. Uh, Is there hope of finding one that might be more perfect? Of course. And there is uh, one or two that are also being considered, but they're not nearly so far along in their tests, that look a bit more promising. But what is more important, to get it out there and affect a lot of people in a positive manner, or to wait while, well, you get the point. Um, so, um, there's, a, there's another issue, and that is that it is, um, and, you know, I was thinking that might affect a, a local business very strongly. Uh, We have a company here called Global Cooling. And if you know where the uh, old generation station that uh, Post and Planet was called, out in the, uh, just beyond the plains a little bit, was located, I believe that's where their facilities are now. This is a company that has... um, I think the headquarters is here, but they also have a plant in Sweden, maybe. Um, In fact, I have a son-in-law who's uh, very active in that 
plant. Global cooling. Now, what's unique about that? They make medical-grade refrigeration equipment. Stuff that can, and I may be not saying accurate stuff here, but 400, minus 400 degrees it can do. And I don't know if that's Fahrenheit or Celsius, but the point is, it's damn cold. Well, this, this, most of these um, vaccines, there we go. I lost the word for a minute. Most of these vaccines are going to be required to be kept in minus 400 Fahrenheit. And almost perfectly at that. And so think about shipping these things around the nation or the world for that matter. And how do you maintain that perfection of temperature? Uh, it could be uh, that that global cooling company, which is a spin-off of Sterling Technology and all of that. Um, well, you see where I'm going, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, let's hope that all keeps progressing. And uh, But there's some very positive news in that regard. Let me set those over there. Today is, um, as I said, the uh, November 10th, 315th day of this year. 51 days now remain. We mentioned today is the birthday of the U.S. Marines. Tomorrow is Veterans Day. Now, each year... On certain dates, we have a musical tribute. And we're going to do that again tomorrow. So, if you tune into the party line tomorrow, you're going to hear a three-hour musical tribute to, uh, I'm going to say, our armed forces. Yes, and all veterans. And, um, Lots of patriotic stuff. Of course. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Looking forward to it. So, and if you tune in for Ruth and Kim at 10.06, uh, they will be also honoring Veterans Day tomorrow and taking a day off. So we're going straight through. Okay. Neat. Yeah. So, um, I'll be back in the office, but um, you won't be hearing me. But we'll be back on on Thursday. Yes. Now. And then we have a guest. Tomorrow Friday, night. Right? We, Thursday we have an author. Oh, that was Friday. Okay. It's Friday. What's Thursday? Thursday is a uh, free-for-all. Oh, okay. I think we're open. Okay. At this point. Anyway, we'll be back on on Thursday and yes. Friday. Now, tonight, the city's skies are going to be kind of lit up. <laughs> the only problem is, we don't get to go there. Nope. I've actually thought of calling my go-to guy, Michael Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> and saying, can I sneak in? But, uh, of course... Can I violate COVID-19 yeah. protocol? Right, right. Well, I mean, you know, the media is... <laughs> I'm part of the media. And I am. <laughs> okay. But um, so are you, for that matter. Yeah. But, I mean, the point is, uh, I'm not serious. I yeah. mean, um, the game's going to be in Athens. We host um, Akron, right? Yes. It's a 7 o'clock kickoff, as I recall. Right. And uh, so the lights at uh, Peden Stadium are going to be bright. 
and in attendance will be about 16 people. That That's about right. And a lot of them will be media. Yeah. <laughs> and, and actually, I'm exaggerating. It'll be a little bit more than that. But, um, you know, I wonder, is President Ellis going to make it in? I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I would say, I'm going to say no. I don't know. I don't either. Good question. But, mercy. There's no tailgating permitted as well, so don't try to drive there and hang out outside the stadium, because you'll be politely escorted out. Actually, you won't even be let in. So, no fans, no tailgating, but the Bobcats will win big tonight. The game's on CBS Sports Network television, and as we say... No, is CBS Sports Network a special channel or their normal CBS? It's a special channel. It's their Sports Network channel. So you go. I wonder if I have that. Uh, yes, you do. Okay. Yeah, so you should be able to see it. Or if you see the abbreviation, it should say on your TV guide CBSSN. Okay. So uh, check it out. Kick so off I at 7, pregame on Power 105 at 6 p.m. So turn down the TV sound, turn up the guys on the flagship station of the Ohio Bobcats. Power 105. They're telling us it's going to get up to 79 degrees today, 61 overnight, 69 tomorrow, 42 tomorrow night, 60 again on Thursday, 39, and, and then it starts to fall off, right? Yeah. And become more fall-like. Okay, Scott, I'm challenging your, you. Are you going to cut your grass today, possibly? Yeah. Before it gets cold? Well, I cut it all the time. Do you? I am well, serious. I cut it in February. Yeah, I, I know you have been known to do that. So, I thought today it's a good day for yard work at the Palmer residence. Oh, I have to work, man. Well, it's still a good day for it, whether you have to work or not. You can do it later, when it gets dark at 5 o'clock. I mean... Kidding. I have lights on my tractor. <laughs> why doesn't that surprise me? Yeah. Okay, let me... Why can't I get out of this thing here? Okay, so that's... Um, let's do phone facts, okay? Phone facts. Here we go. So, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm there. I, I've got... You want to go or you want me to start off? Well, just a minute. Let me get my phone working. Okay. I, I have know. one, actually, it's the the very first one that came up that kind of is ironic that you were talking about the most overweight states and cities. Okay. The first one that came up. For me, that is. Okay, so the, the one I t open now, uh, we have categories. Animals, apple, art. Australia, babies, brain, Canada, cars, cats and dogs, computer and internet, continents, coronavirus, countries, Cuba, dating and marriage. So this is too complicated. Good heavens. So they're categorizing these. I'm just going to do random. I see a random. Okay. 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 So you begin. Okay. As I just mentioned, it's ironic that this first one came up based on the overweight states and cities me, uh, information that we shared earlier. It goes like this. Each American eats an average of 46 slices of pizza in one year. Are you over or above 46 slices? Or never mind. <laughs> I think I'm above. I, I'd say there was a day I was there but probably not anymore but uh, it is good yes it is uh, 
Okay. In Longyearbyen, Norway. It's against the law to die. <laughs> okay. So they are all breaking the law at some point. I guess they have to move away to do so. Yeah, apparently so. Well, there is a bar in London that sells vaporized vodka, which is inhaled instead of sipped. You inhale vodka. Vaporized vodka. Okay, here's mine. If you were to write out every number as a word, you would not get to use the letter B until you hit the number billion. You follow? Yeah. Huh. Your turn. Yeah. Um, pet pigeons can fly more than 500 miles in a single day. Do that again. Pet pigeons can fly more than 500 miles in a single day. Wow. That's remarkable. That is. Okay, so I have uh, in front of me here a picture of two men. I swear it's the same person. But they aren't. These two men looked nearly identical. They had the same name, and they were sent to the same prison. Before imprisonment, they had never met. They are the reason why fingerprints are used to identify people today. They had different fingerprints. Hmm. Very interesting. Well, here's one that will interest you. I, I think, approximately 40 million pounds of lobsters are caught off the main coast annually, representing 90% of the U.S. total supply. Yeah. I had some knowledge of it, and I just realized we fouled up the whole concept of uh, art turf today. We sure did. We lost track of time. So we'll put it off till tomorrow. I'm sorry, folks. We'll, because we don't have time to do the whole show right now. So let's finish up with these things. Albert Einstein was offered a presidential seat in Israel, but he declined. Hmm. Here's another animal. One, a fact, duck-billed platypuses do not have teeth. Hmm. Okay. Um, here's another one. People were buried alive so often in the 19th century that inventors patented a safety coffins that would give the dead the ability to alert those above ground if they were still alive. Oh, my. And it was a bell. Oh. Wow. Ring-a-ding-ding. -ding. Let me out. I would hope. Yeah. Here's one uh, from the Eiffel Tower in France. The Eiffel Tower shrinks six inches in the wintertime. Mm -hmm. Last one I've got. In the Great Fire of London, which occurred in 1666 and destroyed 13,200 houses, 87 churches, the Cathedral St. Paul, and left 70,000 homeless, only six people died. Hmm. Here's a quick one, because I know we're getting close on time here. Yep. While sleeping, one in eight men snore, and one in ten grinds his teeth. Hmm. There you go, ladies, so you can have that one to say, yes, you do snore. Well, you know, but that's not unique to men. That's right. That's what Folks, I mean. Uh, we it's, are, it's men. We are out of time, and... Um, We'll see you tomorrow. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by eBay.
I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The Supreme Court is just opening a hearing on the Affordable Care Act. The third major case to reach the high court challenges the constitutionality of Obamacare. Getting rid of the law could eliminate protections for millions of people. California Governor Gavin Newsom. 6.1 million Californians with pre-existing conditions could directly be impacted by that Supreme Court decision. More from CBS's Jan Crawford. 18 states, along with the Trump administration, say that without a penalty, the individual mandate is no longer constitutional, and the rest of the law must be struck down. President-elect Biden is scheduled to deliver a speech on the ACA today. Mr. Biden has already assembled a 13-member coronavirus advisory board. Dr. Michael Osterholm is a member. He tells CBS this morning he's worried about millions of new cases. We're going to see by far the darkest days of this pandemic between now and next spring when vaccine becomes available. Pfizer is planning to ask the FDA for emergency use authorization of its vaccine. Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar tells CBS. By the end of March, early April, uh, we should have enough for all Americans of not just Pfizer, but of course the other vaccines in our portfolio. There are new findings on some of the lasting effects of COVID. Oxford University's Paul Harrison found one in five COVID survivors was diagnosed with a mental health disorder.